My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and I'm being joined by one of my favorites of all time. And of course, one of your favorites of all time. Um, I believe for a long period of time, it felt like you lived in New England because they booked you like every week down here. Um, <laughs> we, have, we have Coral with us here on CPR's Clubhouse Live. Long What's time no see you, friend. How are you? Good, good. How you guys doing? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's been a long time since we had an opportunity. Last time I saw you, it was at a Denny's at three in the morning. Yeah. You know, I was with Jay yeah. Adams. You were on the other side of the room. You know, it's it just it's just funny how I was talking about you, and then I look over, you're right there, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, because because um, in freestyle, we like to take possession of everything, right? So somebody has sampled one of the beats that they use on your production. And I'm like, yeah, man, they're using the coral beat. I don't like that. And then I look to my left. I'm like, oh, shoot, coral's right there. But uh, it, it was just funny stuff. That's cool. So listen, I, I'm, I, I was trying to do a lot of research, right? So what I did was I ordered the entire Blu-ray edition of Miami Vice. Because I'm like, I'm going to find the episode where coral is featured. I know it's a small role, but I, I was going to find it somewhere. And believe it's, it's little little bits and pieces here and there, but it would be embarrassing too. I can't even imagine what I looked like back then or what I was doing. I don't remember very well. But you can find me easier, like you know, on the Don Johnson heartbeat video. I, I did like a four of the videos on that soundtrack. And yeah, I love that, I love that record. Um, you were like, you know that record? I'm, I know that record. I'm surprised you know that record. I didn't think anybody knew that record. I'm, as a matter of fact, if we have a chance, we'll spice a little bit of it on here, but. I, I, I was a big Don Johnson fan. I was a big Miami Vice fan. It was like a must-see TV on NBC every Saturday, I believe. When that, they was had. that was shit. Everybody was waiting for it. Yeah, man. And so my family would get together to watch Miami Vice. And and the fact that I found out after that you were on it, I'm like, what what episode? And then you try to find it on TV. And I, I you try to Google for it, but you can't find it. But now I got the Blu-ray set coming. So definitely going to be out there. Unless... They purposely took you out, and like CPR is looking for this. So like, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I put a season assist or something, yeah. I didn't sign any papers. Uh, oh man, yeah. So, so um, um, we talk about um people in freestyle that are always celebrated, and you're one of the most celebrated people in in freestyle. People love you. Um, they have nothing bad to say about you. It's always a party every time you're around. And by the way. You got the best damn dancers in the business, hands oh, down. Come on, come on. Let me they tell did, you, they did a little job, but you know, TKA with it. No, no, no. We don't want to talk about. No, we're not talking about TKA. We're talking about the female dancers that you've had for throughout the entire time that I've gone to your shows. And believe you me, I you were booked out here so many times. I went to all of them just to see your dancers, to see you, of course, but. You have the best dancers. There's one that uh, at the Mohegan Sun, I still got the video. She's like a tall, leggy woman, and she puts a leg up in the air. She holds it, and then she does a dance with it. I was, I was, I was like, I'm in love. You know what I mean? It's, 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 she looks like she's going to break in half when she does that. It looks yeah. painful. Let me tell you, though, like um, your shows are, are amazing. And when you take your shirt off, there's not a woman. And most that ain't happening. That ain't happening in a long time. <laughs> After this. After this whole COVID thing, I ain't touched the gym. I, I'm scared of the gym. I gotta get it back in though. But that whole COVID set me back. But um, I still managed to somehow stay a little bit in shape. But it ain't like when I was 20. Yeah, but you're taking off your shirt is legendary. Back in the day, oh, like, back in the day, 
as a matter of fact, you you were the you were the headliner for my record release party when I thought that I could have a record label back in the day. Excuses, <laughs> and all you did was take your shirt off and forget about it. Uh, all the women and most of the men were like, "Oh man, that's cool right there." You know, it was it was just cool. Oh <laughs> shit, that was back in the days. Yeah, and uh, let me tell you, like I said, those dancers, men are to, to to this day. I just I I just think about them. I don't know their names, and I, I don't want to even try to talk about them right now because they we'll be here for an hour just talking about your dancers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we've had quite a few, but yeah. they've always lasted a long time with me. Yeah, and that's that's a testament to the way that you are on the road and the way you treat them. You always treated them well. You had one that was with you for such a long time, and and um, the fact that you kept them to me, it felt like you. It was like a family on the road doing these shows and 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 hustling that money um, wherever you can. Because you know there was a small period of time where freestyle was not at as it is now. You know you get a lot of shows back then. You have to run around and and really. Yeah. You have to look for the shows. You yeah. literally have to look for the shows. It, start, it felt like it was slowing down for a second. Mm -hmm. Some of us are fortunate enough we kept working, but it was almost like we had to look for the shows rather than the shows always, you know, we're used to them calling us and booking us. Yeah. And we actually had to, you know, work a little harder to promote it and, and, and look for the show itself. But listen, congratulations on Mona Lisa. It's a Thank great you. Uh, congratulations going out to the writer, Alyssa B., She's one of my favorites. Uh, 2018, she had the number one song on, on my Freestyle Countdown with Legendary. Um, she wrote it and sung in it. And in 2020, she had the number one song with uh, TKA's Slipping Through My Hand, which she wrote as well. And now here we are, 2022, Mona Lisa. Um, I heard the demo that she did, and I had no idea how it was going to take um, live. But then I heard you sing it, and I heard the guitar. I heard the dance, and I'm like, man, this is beautiful. And so, yeah. well, first of all, Alyssa B is an amazing, talented woman. She is so great. I'm, I'm blessed to have come across to meet, to meet her and have her actually write that and me being able to uh, be a part of it. Yes. And alongside of Edwin Ramos, he killed it. I went in to do the demo first to see how it would sound, you know, yes. do a little bit of work on it. And, and as soon as I went in, we started recording it, but I only had, uh, the only thing I could follow was a key, you know, uh, piano keys. And they would switch to where I knew where I had to sing, but there wasn't anything else. It was very basic. So I knew where the song was going and how it sounded, more or less the melody. When Edwin Ramos touched it, it took a whole new life. Yeah, you know, that, that beginning. I'm like, I'm done. This is this is great. This is great. And it just, it took a life of its own. It's such a commercial, friendly, put me on top 40 song and congratulations on having that played on ktu it's just a great song it's just, it's just a great it's a just even the demo even when we did the demo he told me okay i laid down vocals he got he goes take a break come back in about 10 20 minutes i lied to you not i took about 20 minutes came back and when i sat down he had laid down a bass to it that was incredible that it just lifted the song even further than what it was originally when i heard the lyrics and when i heard the melody it was just so beautiful yeah. i fell in love with it uh, i like i said um, i had the opportunity to have the the demo from Alyssa b and the fact that it landed on your doorsteps that you're the person who ended up with the song to me is amazing i saw that you were at a concert and you did a little bit of it and people were just grooving to it 
it wasn't even a finished product and people were grooving to it and the way you were singing it. I think your voice uh, makes it unique and it carries it. And man, it, it makes me feel, it makes me feel so glad that you got it. And number two, I was sent the, uh, I believe it's Joe Magic's remix, the dance version, the extended. And man, what a, what a perfect song to blend in a house set, a dance yeah. set. It's when I heard it, I fell in love with that too. I, I've heard so many mixes. I'm so pleased with everybody's work. Everybody is going kind of like above and beyond. They're really trying hard. And everybody's pushing it. Everybody's supporting it. And so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that it's going well. And the best part about it is that I hope that you get to um, perform it June 18th at KT Euphoria. I hope that you get a chance to do a slip. Because the, the thing with you, the, the thing that I love most about watching you perform is that you're not scared to do new material. You know how um, sometimes you guys were cuffed and you were not you were only allowed to do your 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 hits. You're like, nah, nah, we're doing these songs, and you do them, and it's whatever, you know. And so it's a great way to introduce your new music, and I'm sure that everybody at KTU Euphoria is going to love it on June 18th. I hope they do. Yeah, I'm going to end up performing it. Um, I only do that because the fans uh, at a lot of shows they say, well, why don't you perform this song? Why don't you perform this song? And I was like, because I don't know if you guys really know it. You know, it wasn't released. It's on the album, but it was never really put on rotation on the radio or whatever for you guys to be so familiar unless you had the album. So I figured, nah. But then the more they kept on saying, I kept, I remembered which ones were the favorites that they kept on bringing up. So I incorporated, I incorporated it in the show tape. And little by little, I started to realize these people really knew the fucking sorry. The lyrics. It's fine. It's, it's an unedited show, and uh, oh, you're good okay. to say whatever you want. Um, some of my favorite songs from your album, No Way Out, and You're Just Who I Need. Some of my favorites. It's just great stuff. Once again, um, uh, KT Euphoria is happening on June 18th at Joe's Beach at the uh, Joe's Beach Theater. Um, and uh, performing live is going to be Pitbull. Um, of course, they're going to have a 25th anniversary freestyle set uh, with TKA, Judy Torres, Cynthia, Lisa Melendez. George Lamont, and of course my guest Coro. Um, it's 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 great to see that the core, the the core, the, the legends of style are always together, performing together. Um, how does it feel to catch up with these guys every time that you see them? Uh, to be honest, I see them too damn much. I see them every week. We bump heads all the time, and this has been going on for over thirty years. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's almost like going to school. Yeah, it's, it's like, hey, uh, George is here. Oh, yeah. is here. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's how it feels. I don't want to see Cynthia again. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah, it's literally it is. It's always lovely to see that. Um, and, and, you know, it's like you guys may or may not have your issues, but we're never going to see those things. And I'm glad that you guys have kept that mystique because um, it's pretty hard to keep a mystique now these days, right? Because uh, social media, everybody wants to be in your business. But I'm, mm -hmm. glad that, I'm glad that you keep your mystique, that you don't deal with any of the, all of the crap. I don't. I, I, over time, you learn this, too. You know, it's better. You know what's going on. Uh, you keep it to yourself and handle your business. It doesn't need to be put on the Internet. Everybody don't need to be making their opinion about it because it's nothing that they're going to do that's going to change the way you, you or that other person feels. And there's nothing we're going to do that they can possibly do to fix a problem, should it be. Yeah. So you're better off keeping your issues to yourself. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't get into all of the ginger. I just. I, I'm yeah. cool with everything. And most importantly, Coral, right? You get in the middle, right? And then they make up, and then they get mad at you for some reason. I'm like, but I was just trying to help you guys. Yeah, yeah. it's like better to mind your business. Just mind your business. Keep going. 
Yeah, man. Um, listen, uh, during the pandemic, you also did a reggaeton song, Mascayer. Um, is that gonna finally come out? I don't know. I, I mean, at some point, yes. But I'll probably be going back in the studio to revamp it a little bit and touch it up because it is a little bit outdated, at least not outdated, but I, we could make it better. And being that it wasn't mastered yet and it was just, you know, uh, in that form, I, I'll possibly go back in the studio and revamp it, bring it up a notch. You also did a song with Julio Mena. Yeah. Um, so Julio Mena and you went to the studio, did a song together. Uh, what's yeah. the title of the song? The title is called I Hope. Okay, and is, is it you by yourself or is he doing backgrounds or are you guys doing it together? We're doing it, we did it together. Um, and uh, I believe it's gonna be a Julio Mena song. Uh, we're working on some type of negotiation with uh, with the contract, we're cutting records. Right. So it's gonna be Julio Mena featuring Coro, is that what it is? Uh, it should be, right? Right, is that like, cause it's gonna be his record. So if it's his record, then he's featuring me. Okay, so yeah, I'm mean, confused. I get all the time. I get that shit confused all the time. Well, but let me talk about cutting records for a second and go back in time because you are a cutting mainstay. Like when when you talk about um, the men in cutting records, there's Tony Moran and Coro. Like those are the people that people those are the, the artists that people gravitate to. So let's go back in time. So 1989, where are you tonight? Um, and then you just start coming out with hit after hit. So 1989, where are you tonight? 1990, can't let you go. 1991, My Fallen Angel. 1993, Stand By Your Lover. Then you got One Night With You, uh, Do On To Me, Shadow, Sexy Lady. Um, you got so many great songs. Um, how was it working all these years for most of your catalog with Cutting Records? Um, let me see. With Cutting Records, the ones that we released there as a single were Where You Tonight and Can't Let You Go. Right. When it got to Fallen Angel, I was signed to Charisma Virgin. Right. And then uh, I was no longer on cutting. I was signed to Charisma. Uh, so the album, they had the album. Charisma had the album. And then after I was uh, dropped from the label at some point, uh, I kept on, I don't know if I released any of those. The rest of them, like, tell me why, do unto me. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few other ones. That I don't, I don't remember if I they were released officially released, but I kept on recording, yeah. and uh, I would perform them to, to, you know, to, you know, I guess the public's opinion or whatever I tested, but it also filled in the gap, and it seemed to have went over well. People already knew the record, so obviously I don't know how they heard it, but there were test presses. As far as I know, Do Unto Me had test presses. Tell me why I believe so it did, but. I don't know if it was released. So, so tell me why I believe was on uh, Micmac Records on a compilation back in the day. And do, right. unto, and do Unto Me, I do have the test presses. Um, I remember Stand By Your Lover. Um, the, the funniest one uh, out of your catalog is My Fallen Angel because I would get people calling and they would be like, can I please dedicate My Fallen Angel to my girlfriend? And I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. And then, why not? Is your girlfriend high every day? Is she doing drugs? I mean, you never say that. But you know what? Isn't there another song, Fallen Angel, that other group? Clear Touch, yes. Clear Touch. Yeah, so maybe he wanted Clear Touch, Fallen Angel. No, they, they, they were asking uh, by name, Coral. And here's the, here's the best part. Oh. So there, there, was, um, there was a group, a dance group, that used to do uh, dances with young children. So it was um, a school of the arts. I won't say the name because I don't want to embarrass the instructor. So they went to the boys club 
to perform, and I was the DJ. And so they had the the young girls, the, the dance group, dancing to my fallen angel, but they thought it was a love song, but it's actually a song about somebody, you know, doing drugs. So when they, so when they did give it a baby, they thought that give it a baby meant, you know, the other term, like the the inappropriate term, not give up the drugs. So they were doing like give it a baby, give it a baby. That that was a dance, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my god. Uh, well, but they, so I, I mean, at least they tried to do the show and they danced. Yeah, but it's probably better that they didn't know the true meaning of it. Maybe they were that young. I love, I love my freestyle fans, and I love the freestyle fans. But they don't listen to the words; they just listen to the beat. So yeah, they're like, I want to right. song to my girlfriend, "Fallen Angel" by Coro, and and you're like, you sure you don't want the clear touch one? No, no, the one Coro. I'm like, all right. So look at yourself now. Can't speak to words, you know. Oh, shoot. So I think you like, might have it confused. Yeah, I think he might have. But um, you have so many great songs. Um. Out of your entire catalog, which one do you gravitate to the most? Which one's your favorite? I, I you know what, to be honest, I would say Where Are You Tonight is my baby. Yeah. It's the one that opened the door, the one that killed it, the one that made the difference. So I guess it would always be the baby. Well, the wording too is like, Where are you tonight, my love, in, in the arms of another man? And then, you know, it, it's, it's just great. And so that's the type of song you want to dedicate to someone that you may have broken up to, you may want back, or you don't know what she's doing. I understand that, but my fallen angel, good Lord. Can't let you go. Can't let you go, yeah. Fallen angel makes your, your woman look like she's on crack or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe, I, like I said, I think he really had the song confused with the artist. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, Can't Let You Go is another great song. Um, Especially the 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 cover, man. Uh, we're gonna pull it up uh, for for the folks. To listen. Oh my god, you were like a little barbarian. You had the you know the muscles and stuff. You got the the hairdo, the curl. You know what I mean? Like you, you were messing around. So um, that's so funny. The cover. <laughs> but you look at it now. But those that's the reason why people were so wanting to come to see you. Um, especially the female population. Um, they would want to come and see you because of the fact that you had the shirt off. And every time you would go up there with a shirt, by the end of your set, there was no shirt. You know what I mean? And and um, that was. A and sometimes it was stolen. I would leave without a shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes there'd be steam coming out of you because it's cold outside and you sweat, and it, you know the steam. You know. That was horrible. <laughs> I remember those days. I think it was steam. I don't know if it was something else, but that no, was steam. Steam. <laughs> you can see the steam coming off the top of your head when you get off stage sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so what do you think keeps our music going every year? People more and more are getting more attached to our music. What do you think that just keep coming back for freestyle, especially the first generation like you guys, um, first and second generation? You know, I think that the, 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 the new freestyle artists, they're making a move and they're revamping it, which I think it's incredible. I think it's great. And we seem to be, at least I think so, there's certain artists that I believe that are so good that they should have been where we're at. Had they done this in our time, yes, they would have been alongside us. Yes. And it's a little bit more difficult for them now to break in uh, for several reasons. But um, I think that it's all about the fans, that they're so fucking loyal. Yeah. They're true soldiers, and they're not going nowhere until the last day that they be kicking. 
they're still going to support us some way or another, whether they support us radio-wise or whether they support us coming to the concerts or whether they support us just keeping in contact and, and reposting our things on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, what, I, what, I always tell people, what I always tell people, because I do family nights here in, in New England, and what I say to people is that I have a family night purposely because when I have a family night, you have the grandmother, right? Now she's a grandmother who brings her daughter, who brings her kid, who happens to probably have a kid of her own. And it's four or five generations of freestyle already, you know, because we have we have kids when we're young for the most part. So we have all these young grandmothers that are in their early 50s, 40s, late 40s. And let me tell you something. And, and you realize that when you get to the Puerto Rican Day Parade, it shows yeah. you right there. Yeah. The generations of the kids that are even listening to it now, you know, you'd be like, he's kind of young. But then you see the mother and she grew up. Her mother rocked freestyle in the house and she's her mother's best friend, for instance. Let's just say and they, they chill and whatever. And, and, and the kid is now exposed to it. So it's somewhat a family affair thing that just keeps on domino effect down. I don't know how far down the line it'll go, but it's doing well. And the entire generation will dedicate Fallen Angel to, to all their significant others thinking it's a love song. And they'll still do it, you know, like, uh, can I send a shout out to, to Marty and can you dedicate Coral's Fallen Angel to her? Well, let's, hope they, let's hope that they finally listen to the words and, and understand them correctly. Yeah. But, but um, it's a great thing to see that families are still gathering to see freestyle shows. And I really do hope that everybody joins you at the... Um, KT Euphoria is going to oh, so. Joe's Beach Theater. I saw the tickets, they were like $25, um, you know, starting price, which is a good price, That's uh, cool. you know, plus fees. So I, I hope it gets filled. I, I hope they they sell it out. But um, $25, the, the minimum fee, that's not bad when you get to see Pitbull yeah. and they have several other big artists that people have, you know, they popping. So and and us the little the little click thing that you know hopefully everybody all the freestyle heads will be there support us and check it out. I'm, I know that Pitbull loves freestyle too because he did the remake of Spring Love. Thank you. Um, so I'm hoping that he does a remake with you of Can't Let You Go or Fallen Angel, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him. Yeah, ask him. Ask him. So listen, um, um, let let's talk about your attachment to Stevie B. How do you guys um um correlate to each other? How, how is it the attachment to Stevie B? Stevie B, um, it was uh, I was working on my own stuff at the present time with uh, Toga. He's another producer. Yeah. Toga was is another artist. Also, he had a song out, uh, "Leave It All Behind," right? Yeah, "Leave It All Behind." So I was working with him, and we were getting my stuff ready. And then they brought something up that was like, "How do you feel about going on the road and getting used to, well, you know, take a feel of the stage?" Um, Stevie B needs dancers and backgrounds, vocalists and stuff like that. And I was like, well, you know, my stuff, we're putting it together slowly, little by little, trying to do the process, you know, the procedure. You just don't want to just release anything or, or just anything. Your first, your first track that you think is the best that you got to analyze it. You got to listen to it. You got to absorb it. Cause then you realize where the mistakes are and this sounds corny or that no way. There's a prettier note that goes there. So in the process of that. He had mentioned Stevie B to me, and I was like, I didn't even know who Stevie B was. Mm -hmm. So I believe he had released Part of Your Body at the time, but it was just starting now to main, get its momentum, and uh, he needed to put the show together. So I said, okay, why not? So uh, we put three guys together, which was me, Charlie C., which is Lanier, yes. and um, 
Gerald, which he uh, we call him Pee Wee. Um, and we were his background singers and dancers. And Pee Wee played the drums, I played keyboards, Charlie played keyboards, and we just went on tour with him. I'm not quite sure how long I was on tour, to be honest. I can't remember, maybe a year, more or less. And that's where I met Stevie B and got on the road. Well, that, that's a that's a good way that you paid your dues, you know, because because you know a lot of the new generation of our music, they don't know what it is like to pay dues. They don't know that this is what you did to get to where you needed to be. And look at you now. Look at yourself now. <laughs> um, it's um it's a way where you know you pay your dues, you earned your way, you got your opportunity with um um your your first song, uh, where are you tonight? And um, I'm not even sure why I'm opening the paper. I, I know it by heart. Um, where are you tonight? And and so, um, you know, you paid your dues. And people are so scared now to pay their dues. And they're, they're also thinking that, like, I'm going to come out with a song, and then next week I'm a star. I don't have to do any it, of that. It's not like that. I would say if you have the opportunity to put yourself in a position like that to, to observe somebody CB is a great entertainer. He's been doing it for years and he's still doing it. Um, I observed a lot. I learned a lot while I was on the road. And I'm glad I did that because to throw, like say, if I would have just jumped on stage, I, I could have handled it, but I learned a lot in the process. And over the years, I observed certain things, artists, big artists, regular artists, everybody, what they do on stage, how entertaining they are, what they do to you know to capture the audience and entertain them to keep them and it's not easy you always gotta think so sometimes you get brain farts in the middle of a fucking performance and you forget oh shit or i might have repeated the same thing but, oh well there it goes it's a natural thing yeah it happens but that's why i went i chose to go on the road first to be very observant and learn the tricks of the trade and then so i could feel comfortable and find my my persona my who i am on stage uh, uh, great, great stuff to, to really listen to. Um, how, how does it feel to have a beat named after you? So they have the Lisette Melendez beat and then they got the choral beat. So anything that was for you. Yeah, what's, have, a what's a choral beat? Where are you tonight beat? The, the drum pattern. Oh, okay, okay. The drum pattern. That's the choral beat that belongs to you. Nobody can touch that. Only you can touch that, right? So how does it feel to have a beat named after you? And, I just and, found out. <laughs> that shit's dope. So I didn't know. I didn't know that. So, you know, and it was a conversation that I was having at Denny's with Jay Adams, you know, 20 years ago. That at that time, people were trying to make it and in, you know into freestyle by using other people's beats and sampling them. So at that time, somebody had sampled the choral beat, and so that's what we were talking about at, at Denny's. But there is a choral beat. There's the "Where Are You Tonight" drums, the the "Can't Let You Go" drums. The fallen angel drums, those are choral beats. If you hear that anywhere else in any other song, it's distinguishable where somebody's gonna say that beat belongs to choral. Why are you using choral beat? You know, I didn't even I wasn't even aware of that. You can't yeah. that shit. <laughs> the choral beat. Uh uh gotta go out to JR for putting this together. I really appreciate it. It's uh it's always great to catch up with you. We haven't caught up in so many years, and I'm like, I haven't had choral yeah. I don't I know, and I keep on seeing your postings and everything. I was like, well, at some point, maybe I'll get, maybe you don't want me on the show. I don't know. What did I say? Something. Oh, my God. I don't know. What, um, what's with the chicken? That was supposed, that started off just me trying to be annoying to people. I ended up buying it because it annoyed people where I was. And, I, and, and then I started taking it on the road with me because I started pranking some of the artists. 
before you know it, my brother decides to make a uh, Instagram page, and I'm traveling with the chicken to Bahamas and everything, and then people started asking for the chicken. So I had to start bringing the chicken around, and then little by little, I did a concert in, in Florida, and while I'm singing, you see like about 15 chickens fly on stage. <laughs> so now people send me chicken socks, chickens, I got the real big one, I got Tons of little ones, black, blue ones, orange ones, rainbow, everything, yellow, black. That's how it all oh, I got an idea for you, right? So you got to get the chickens, right? But you got to have a coral shirt on the chicken. You know what I mean? Or one of the covers to your to your albums. And you sell that for about 25 I can, I can actually get one. My brother, he does a lot of printing. Hey, so I can it. actually get one of those shirts for anybody. You know, have people really want that. Are you crazy? A chicken with Coro's picture on it? The chicken thing? Oh man, I would buy two of them. You know, I would, I would, I would frame one just to have it. That, that's it. That chicken, that chicken has met a lot of people. Yeah, that I chicken see. even even met Remy Ma. She yeah. held them, took a picture with him with the gov with the mayor in the Bronx. Like I can't, I can go down the list of everybody that's held that that's chicken. One, that's why you have to have the chicken with a Coro shirt. So when they hold it up, you have Remy Ma. Who's Coro? Let's Google it. I love this song, you know, and that's what the thing is these days, Coro and the chicken. <laughs> uh, have the have coral socks with the chicken on it, you know, all that stuff. I'll buy it. I'll oh, I want to buy some of that stuff. Someone's got interrupted. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. I want to buy all of that stuff, you know, the, the coral oh, chicken. I'll let you know when I'm in the process of it. With the sock combo, you know what I mean? Yo, you I get, get one of That's a pretty good one. idea. We'll get we'll get the K, the that not Kentucky Fried Chicken the bootleg one Kennedy Fried Chicken to sponsor you to have the the Coro meal you know and you know what what's really funny you know MDW right I do yes DJ MDW got the chicken head he even went to yes. my concert with the chicken head I swear I, I saw that shit in the, <laughs> the ocean of people I fucking saw the chicken <laughs> it just made me crack up it threw me off for a second but I know who it was. I have to admire his his um, dedication to making people laugh and having a good time, and the fact that he dressed up to make your day. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's awesome, people, man. I love him. Uh, he's shout awesome. Out to him. And, and shout out going out to his uh, radio station, uh, Power uh, 87.9 or 97.8 or 787. I, I, I want to see it. I've been doing so many drops and so many radio stations. I can't remember a radio station precise. That's just came to you, 1025. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to type mine now, right now, right now. I'm gonna type it in to see you, uh, so you can do my uh, my uh, drops. You know what I mean? I'm gonna send you one, so you you remember. Um, now before I, before um uh, we let you go, um, let me ask you about your future plans. I know that you have uh, to go back and fix the reggaeton song. You got the Julio Mena featuring Coro. What about you? Any any more new freestyle coming from you? I, I don't, at this one right now, I'm so focused on working with this right now that I haven't got to that part. Yeah. So we're just focused on on, on what we're doing right now and planning a follow-up. And it, it's, it's you know, it's almost like you have to follow up some type of guideline mm -hmm. and, and make it work together. It has to make sense. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know what the mixes are going to be like until I hear them. And uh, we do make suggestions, you know, but for this particular one, I know that they are not going to be supplying a freestyle mix. However, you know that DJs always do their own mm -hmm. thing on the side and they can create their own. 
They do it with any type of song. So it's not to say that I won't probably end up hearing one from someone. But um, as far as us doing it, that's not, we're, we're not doing that on this one particular. So no, no Mona Lisa uh, freestyle version. Just want to make it clear. And um, mm -hmm. please, 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 if you're going to remix it, don't put a Planet Rock beat on it and then mess up the production by Edwin Ramos or by uh, Joe Manager. Be gentle. Be, be gentle. Be kind. Yes. So um, again, we got to celebrate the brand new song, Mona Lisa. It's available on digital platforms. Um, I hope that the remixes are going to be available as well on the digital platforms um, because be. I'm looking forward to purchasing them, even though um, I will set the, the remixes. Uh, big shout out to Thank Alyssa you. B. Uh, great writing on this one. Um, I know that it, the song was going to land with someone, uh, a top tier talent, and there's not a better top tier talent than Coral. So the fact that it landed with your voice on it, and I'm not, listen, this is not an ass kissing thing. When I first heard the, the guitar and then I heard your voice connected to it, I'm like, perfect, perfect match. It, it was just great, man. Okay. You cool. Thank you, though. I appreciate you. You carried the writing, the, the production, and the Rainbows did a great job. Uh, the remix is, is magic, uh, no pun intended. People get um, feeling some type of way whenever a freestyle artist does some other form of music. They do a dance music uh, version of, of a song. They do a reggaeton song. They do a salsa song because they, they feel like, no, Coro is ours. He can't do anything other than freestyle. But it's freestyle. It's, it's a, a form of music that's supposed to be free for you to express yourself, right? So now we got, we got Coro expressing himself with this new Mona Lisa song. It's a dance record. Is is a song that belongs on top forty radio stations. It's a song that belongs uh, being mixed on on other mix shows. So don't worry about what kind of music Coro's doing. If you're a fan, you're a fan. You follow them wherever they go. I look at it like this way: an artist always tries to grow. They have to allow me to try to grow. I have to spread my wings and fly, and they can come along with me. They'll take the journey with me because they've supported me my my whole career. So it's not like I, I'm turning my back or anything. Never that. It's like I'm taking them on my journey. I want them to experience what I'm going to go through and me growing as an artist. Just come with me and accept it. And they're pretty accepting so far. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully the wings are not chicken wings. You know, the little... They're not chicken wings. Eagle. You want, you want eagle wings, you know, not a chicken Fly like an eagle. Absolutely. Um. So any, any thank yous before we let you go? Thank you to the whole Coral Crew number one that is backing me, and, and, and it's like this machine is very well oiled, and they're growing, and everybody's doing their part. And thank you to all the fans that continuously support me, regardless whether it be a freestyle record or this record, Mona Lisa. I am truly, truly blessed to have you guys, and all the DJs, including yourself. You guys are incredible, and you are one of the most important reasons why our music gets to everybody. Through your, through you guys playing on the internet, uh, to pushing it when you guys work in the clubs, and have always supported us from the get. Absolutely. And honestly, I think from all the artists, on behalf of all the artists, we all feel the same that we are truly blessed to have this family that's growing older with us, as a matter of fact. Yes. But it's still doing their thing and still loves music and has a passion for it and is able to help us out still in the grind. And and there's going to be a 25 year celebration at KT Euphoria on uh, June 18th. So yep. if, you, if you could make it a Jones Beach uh, Theater, 
you're going to see Judy Torres, who's part of KTU. She's a, a on-air personality there. Uh, Lisa Melendez. You're going to see George Lamont. Of course, the dream girl Cynthia is going to be there. Uh, TKA, the greatest freestyle group of all time. And, of course, Coral's going to be there um, with the best dancers of all time. Sorry, Trey's and Lowe's, but, man. Well, Trey's and Lowe's got to get in a little, little mini skirt, a little hooty loot thing if they want to challenge. I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. You know, they can do that. That's fine. I'm not okay with it. I don't want to see that. That's going to be. There's going to be a demographic that's going to satisfy viewing that, but <laughs> True. But, but when I when I see the choral dancers, I, I, nobody talk to me, nobody say anything. I just want to look at the dancers. Coral, I, I like you too, by the way. I, I get to hear you sing, <laughs> but I'm really looking at the. Um, You're like, who's performing again? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Let me listen to. Uh, okay, choral. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Is it Tio Coro? Tio Coro. It's always great to catch up with you. Um, some, you know, sometimes you send me these messages on social media to make me laugh, and I thank you because I do laugh. It's the funny stuff that you send me. Um, some of it, some of it, not safe for work. I should have opened stuff from Coro at work. I'm like, yeah, you gotta be careful. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be careful with me. It depends what mood I'm in. I was like, can I get something done? Something just embarrass the living shit out of them. Yeah. I catch a lot of people, by the way, a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, so I appreciate that. I hope that the communication continues because I'm always here. I'm a Coral fan, um, but I, I'm also a friend, and um, I'm so glad that you came by CPR's Clubhouse Live. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you having me on the show, man. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Peace. Have a good one.